You're listening to the FUVFC podcast on WFUVSports.org. Well, hello there. Hi. WFUVFC, John Furlong here with you, and we are back from our little summer break. We like to take a bit of a summer break just like they do in the European leagues, but it's August, and that means the European leagues are starting up yet again. It seems like there's never any offseason with soccer. It goes right from the domestic leagues into whatever international tournament there is, and then it's just like a month, and the next thing you know, it's 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 back up again. It's crazy, man. Yeah, and I mean, this transfer season, I think, has been a little a little more intense than, than last year's, uh, just from the, spa- the fact that there's been so much wide speculation of just a lot of different players from a lot of different leagues, much more than usual, I feel. Like, for example, Obama Young, right? He, he looked like he was going to go to three or four different teams, right? But hasn't gone anywhere still or yet. And then, you know, you can look at other players like Marco Verratti, who's a classic guy who doesn't really say much, and then all of a sudden has this big, you know, I guess, internal explosion of trying to figure out whether he wants to go or not, then firing the agent, then now saying he wants to stay at PSG. I mean, it's just been a, a lot of, like, yes and no and, and hot and cold kind of uh, reactions from a lot of the players, a lot of the writers, and a lot of the clubs. It has definitely been that kind of summer, been one of the more intriguing summers transfer-wise we've seen. Now we've got the whole Neymar to away from Barcelona talk, which I think would be crazy, one of the biggest transfers that I would, I would in my opinion, that would be one of the biggest transfers in recent memory. That's Mir Gore, you've heard. You've heard his voice, the very familiar sounds of Mir Gore. And we've got Christian Hoban on the phone with us. Christian, how's it going, man? I am doing wonderful, John. I'd be doing much better if Spurs would ever sign anybody. (laughs) I was going to ask you about that. We are going to talk a little (laughs) bit of Spurs. We're going to talk. We're going to get your perspective being a Spurs fan. We're going to get Chelsea's perspective, the defending champions and the defending runners-up going into this 2017-2018 season, which will begin next Saturday. Or excuse me, I think it's next Friday, actually. Next Friday. I think they're starting the it on 11th. a Friday this year, bizarrely. Yeah. But anyway, next That's Friday, good. just very 10 days away. It's crazy to think about that. It uh, just feels like That's yesterday awesome. that Chelsea lifted the trophy on what was Memorial Day weekend, and now just basically two months later, it's it, it's starting all back up again. Hey, Mir, Mir. Yes. Mir, how many times do you think John's going to work in that Chelsea won? <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say that because I was going to say, instead of mentioning Chelsea, like, I mean, I remember the first week I was in Italy, there was a Champions League final. And yeah, exactly. Now this is my first day back, and there's We're already in 10 again. days. There's, I mean, it's, it's just it's crazy. And, you know, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I do think that it just increases the amount of exposure that the sport has. And a, a little side note, obviously, I know we have a lot of predictions and, and talking about that, but one thing I would like to say is I feel like the sport is growing even more. No, absolutely. Just, just as the Philippines and... and, and uh, uh, Indonesia is becoming more in, engulfed in the the world soccer um, and world football uh, scene. I think that that's just going to add more and more uh, exposure to the sport and more talk and you know I guess in in a sense more uh, of a microscope on all the players and the teams. Yeah, Mir mentioned it. We're going to get into our predictions in just a second. We're going to focus mostly on the Premier League, but we're going to give our predictions for the rest of European domestic leagues, and then we're going to talk about the Champions League as well. But let's start with you, Christian. Let's just give me, me. Give me, give me your uh, analysis of Tottenham this summer. Um, well, it's, I think it's a lot of wait and see. Um, the thing, uh, selling Kyle Walker is tough, especially when you're selling him. Bizarre, bizarre move. I don't, I don't, but I don't know if it's that bizarre because at the time that Kai Walker was sold, and it's this is already outdated information, but he was the most expensive defender in the history of world soccer. 
And if you're Tottenham and you're looking at a guy like Kyle Walker, who is your first choice right back, but not by much. I mean, Trippier pushed him for a lot of games last season, especially towards the end of last season. 50 million pounds for the, for a, for a 26 year old right back who thrives on speed. How much longer is he going to have that kind of speed? So it it is a little bizarre on its face, but if you think about it, it's not that bizarre. The thing that makes it bizarre is they haven't bought another right back. Yes, they don't have a backup for Trippier. So so tell me, give me. They didn't haven't Tottenham really haven't signed anybody this summer. They've been very very. They have literally signed nobody. They have literally (laughs) signed nobody. I even Conte went out and said, "What are you guys doing?" Like he, that's very unusual for Conte. He's been a lot more vocal this summer, and I'll get into that in a second. But I want you to. Are are you freaking out right now? Are you hitting the panic button with Spurs? How they haven't signed anybody, and all all of their title rivals have signed three, four world class players. Uh, I I'm. I'm a little bit hitting the panic button, but not really because the priority for me this offseason was keeping uh, most of the young core. Uh, I was scared that people were going to be moving in for Deli Alley. There haven't even been rumors. Um, people, uh, there was there have been rumors all summer that Barcelona would be moving in for Christian Eriksen, and we haven't seen any evidence that that's true. Harry Kane's not going anywhere. Uh, Sun Hung Min isn't going anywhere. Um, so. It is a little concerning, but I do think that they are going to make some signings, and I think the the biggest signing they are going to make, I think they're going to uh, get Ross Barkley, um, but they're waiting for him to recover from his surgery and surgery a couple weeks ago. Now, where would, um, where would he fit in that team, though? Um, I feel I feel like he would fit um, as coverage for a, a few of the midfielders um, for Dembele. Um, I think I think he would do better for Potch if he's back a little further. Um, though I do feel like he could be covered for Erickson. Uh, in a worst case, maybe in the cup, but in the league, if he gets when he gets in, it would be probably primarily for Dembele, who's great, but is uh, the oldest player in the squad, other than Hugo Lloris. So he's going to need some more time, uh, some more matches off, and some more time off uh, during the course of the 38-week season. So I think it would be Dembele rotation. Yeah, and, and Christian. To me, the mo- one of the most shocking things of the summer was that Aubameyang hasn't gone anywhere. But the thing that has been even more shocking is that Deli Alley hasn't even been rumored to go yeah, anywhere. Yeah, hasn't been I mean, rumored it's to go not even it's that he bizarre. was pushed to to, to be stolen, but it's, it's that he. Yeah, I, I, I mean, do you know why? Do you have any theories? Or I think my my theory is that all the big clubs um, have seen him uh, as a bit of a hothead, and they want to see if he's going to mature because it's not like they're going to miss out on his prime. He's 21. So he's still got probably, if we're being honest, another two, three years before he's even in his prime. So I think they want to see if he matures a little bit. um, If Pochettino drills some sense into his uh, hot head um, before they spend a lot of money on a guy. I mean, to get Deli Alley away from Spurs is going to be a lot of money. So teams want to make sure they're right. And, and also, I don't think you can blame them. And do you think maybe that that his showing in this upcoming Champions League season could be uh, either an indicator of, of of his price tag, whether it rises or lo- or lowers? But do you think that the, maybe the Champions League is where he needs to, uh, or will be the outlet for him to expose his talents or show his talents and showcase them to to all the major clubs, and so that they can see how much they really want to spend on him if they're even interested, because they haven't even right. been interested. It seems like. Right, and I think I think uh, Spurs are in pot C in the Champions League, so they're probably going to get at least one of the big boys to come to Wembley this year, yeah. if not two. Um, so I think he is going to have a chance to showcase his talent, but he didn't have a lot of success in the Champions League or Europa League last year. 
most of his success came in the in the Premier League, and I would imagine that's what's going to be the case again. Though, if um, what I what I would think is that if he if he struggles in the Champions League, that's not going to lower his price for Spurs. What Spurs would be willing to sell him at, but it might lower right, what the, uh, the big the big boys might be might be willing to offer, like Barcelona and Madrid might be willing to offer for Deli Alley. All right, Christian. So enough on Spurs. I kind of was falling asleep over there for a second. Couldn't keep my eyes open. What do you got yeah. questions for me about Chelsea? Um, why you think a guy with forty league goals in his entire career is going to be an adequate replacement up top? No, I'm. I believe me. That's a very, very valid question. I think Alvaro Morata was a a bit of a panic buy. I think the board and the entire club, from top to bottom, is very worried about is not necessarily very worried because that whole everyone knows what's going to happen with Diego Costa he's going back to Madrid but it it kind of is shaking the core uh, excuse me it's shaking the the club's core so to speak say because no one really expects a player like him he's obviously mercurial and all that he you, you never know what you're going to get with him but for him to just say, come out and say and for him and, and Conte to have such a a public bust up like that I I don't think anyone at the club really knew how to react to that. So people, so the so the technical director Emanalo went out and he said, "Listen, like we need we need to get another striker." And honestly, the, uh, overpaid for Morata, obviously, but it, it's something that needed to be done. And in this market, you're going to have to pay that amount of money to get a striker of his quality. And yes, he has quality, but it's going to take him a while to adjust to the Premier League. I think you're going to see Bashuai starting the first couple league games this season. Really? And, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And John, I mean, okay. d- don't you think Morata, Morata, unless if you know really Bellotti really well, don't you think Morata was the best option they had? Yes. I mean, Obama Young is not really 100%. fantastic. Renato Sanchez, who's I a big name, but I not no. really fitting for that position. Renato Sanchez would have made no, no but, sense. There right, would have been no place saying, for him like, to play. All the people that were even rumored, he seemed to be yes. the best one in my eyes. It, it made the most sense yeah. to me. It seemed like this was a move that I think I first heard a rumor that ever since that first public bust up back in like this was like early June was when this was when all that stuff came out. The first thing I heard was that they were probably going to go after Murata because Real Madrid were looking to sell him. And I was thinking, okay, I mean, I guess that makes sense. He's young. He, he, he's familiar with, I mean, he would fit well in Conte's system. I don't know. I'll, I'll think about it. And over the course of the summer, I kind of warmed up to him a little bit more. And I'm happy that he's here. I am. But I'm, I'm a little concerned about his, first of all, his lack of fitness. Conte said yesterday, like, he needs to get his fitness up because this is the Premier League. And he's not going to be sitting on the bench like he was at, at Real Madrid and playing 20, 30 minutes a game. He's going to be playing full 90-minute games two or three times a week with Champions League games and with league and with Cup games and all that. And secondly, who I don't trust Batshuayi to play a whole league season. I, and we don't even have a backup for Batshuayi. That's the other problem. We don't have a third choice striker right now. So, so that's what I'm. It was a, a necessary buy. I would have honestly liked to see Aubameyang more. I think he would have fit very, very well in Conte's system, and he would have fit. He would have taken the Premier Better League than by Morata, Absolutely. Wow. What about Lukaku? Uh, <laughs> I, listen, the the whole Lukaku okay. thing kind of frustrated me. I'm mad that he went to United. I am. I'm very. I, I first of all, Mourinho never should have sold him in the first place. I was a huge fan of Lukaku when we bought him back in 2012, and he missed a penalty. The the he missed the decisive penalty in the 2013 Super Cup, the UEFA Super Cup, and Mourinho literally sold him the next day. Yeah, I, I and mean, I, I don't know why he did that. And <laughs> yeah. now and now he has him again, and Chelsea are the ones who get screwed by that. And it's it's frustrating yeah. because he is going to be he is going to be you're gonna you're gonna see a little bit later in the show he's going to have a fantastic season. And I'm very, very jealous that that Man United were able to pick him up. He would have been so good. I, I would have loved to have him in Chelsea Blue. 
So some of the big things that I was hearing while I was in Europe was that, you know, Morata, the main concerns for him are going to be uh, the the adjustment from uh, playing very little at Real to suddenly playing so much. Yeah. One. Two, there, there is, though, he was at Juventus and he did play a lot of Champions Leagues the year before and, and uh, Serie A games. So, so I think he's going to be okay in that regard. But what I'm really concerned about and a lot of people that I talked to was his physical, like, structure. Mm-hmm. I... I mean, Diego Costa maybe from from the TV screen looks big, but in person he's he's really a, he looks very strong, yes. like very solid. And Morata just looks he looks like he fits a, a Serie A team, yes. a La Liga team. It's more finesse, not to not to denigrate his strength or whatever, but he's not. He, I, I, in my opinion, I don't. He's think not he a can Premier League type of player. Games. Yeah, exactly. Right. And it's, then it's adding the same problems everyone said Griezmann would have. If exactly. He yes. Yes. And and I I think it's a little better in Griezmann because Griezmann's like he's he's, he's so even, small. He's even shorter than me. Yeah, so. he's tiny, but like the general idea. Yeah, and and the other thing though that I, I really like to know what you think, John, is do you think uh, Bashwai is as much as he's a great athlete and, and he's 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 great in spurts? Do you think he 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 wears himself all, out almost and yes. burns himself out? One hundred percent, and that is the exact reason why I I can't trust him for a full league season as our number one striker. So I can't I, I can't do it. I think he'd be great. Him and Morata as a tandem will be good. I think Batshuayi is going to start most of these games at the beginning of the season from August to September, and then it'll probably flip. Morata will start, and if he's starting to become ineffective, then Batshuayi will come on. He's more, he's going to be very, very effective in that role, but he cannot be a number one go out there and start every single game striker. He just doesn't have the talent yet. He's still a little too raw for me. It took for me to give for me to say like he's gonna he's gonna be a Diego Costa type player. I do think, and I I know that for Conte this is, it's a bit his character that he he's so you know he has so much endurance. But I think also the way he probably trains is very intense. I think he might have a. You're positive, talking about N'Golo Conte, yes, right? Okay, he might have manager. a. Po- <laughs> uh, no, 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 Conte. I was very confused. Sorry, Conte and Conte. There we go. Uh, I think that Conte has has. He's probably gonna mentor Bashwai a little bit. You know, Conte's what? He's twenty eight or twenty seven, right? Conte's Con- a little bit older than yeah, you might think. Yeah, I think he yeah, is 27. he's twenty seven or twenty eight, yeah. and, and Bashwai is twenty. He's twenty two. He's very 22. young. So I think he's gonna mentor him a little bit. But I really gotta ask you this. I know that Lukaku was a great fit at Chelsea before Mourinho, and he had the potential. But do you really think he was worth the money? I, I, I Bashwai is twenty three, by the way, same as his okay, number. Okay, ba- twenty three. I, I just. I actually am glad that you guys didn't get Lukaku. I just a didn't think people, it was worth the a money. A lot of people were so against Lukaku saying, "Oh, he doesn't have the he doesn't have the finesse. He's just all bulk and he doesn't have the he doesn't have the the style to to he's to a be a prov- top He's a proven scorer in the I know, that's, yeah, that's not, what I'm saying. See, I don't care about my, how it looks. My main that's, concern I mean, is Harry Kane's not graceful. He scores. That's I'm a, I, I 100% agree with you. My that's why I'm so upset about though, this, Christian. That, my main concern, though, is that Lukaku in in space is great, but but positionally, when he has to be has to score or position the ball properly in tight spots, I, I'm I'm just not sure. I he's not an yeah, end. but he scored 24 goals. Like, yeah, yeah, like in the Premier League, but Everton. I I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure. Once he, on the Champions League, I think he's going to get exposed. My problem with Lukaku is he consistently doesn't score against big teams. That's but that will help United because United really really struggled against the small teams last year. But you know that's what's the thing. Annoying. But also in the Champions League and in bigger bigger games that are going to decide the league, 
he might cut. He's had a tendency to come up short. That's what I'm. That's but you know that's what what's annoying say. is that th- this year, probably at the end of the year, everybody's gonna tell me, oh well, you know, he was actually okay in the Champions League because he scored like five times on Bayern Leverkusen or, or a team like that. You L- know, Lundegretz. Like Lundegretz. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, like Leipzig. It, Leipzig. Well, Leipzig. Yeah, a team that hasn't even really reloaded after a magic year. You know yeah. that they had. You know, exactly. I, I just. I'm not really sure about Lukaku. I think he's a great player. I don't think he's great for the price. And I think for Chelsea, and if you see, I don't know if you saw my predictions, I have really high hopes for Chelsea. Okay. And I think that Lukaku would have held them back. Let's get into these predictions. Mir, you sent me yours, and they were a little... I was taken aback by them. I'm, I'm eager to hear how, you're, how you defend them. So go ahead. What is your top four for the Premier League this season? Okay, so my top four is... And I, I haven't decided exactly the order of, like... Uh, three and four, but I, I really strongly f- feel that Chelsea's going to end up winning it. Um, and even though I think Morata is not going to help them very much in the Premier League as much as he is going to be in the Champions because okay. of the style, as That's we just fair. mentioned. Uh, City is going to be two, unfortunately. I don't really like Ch- City. I don't really like you what are, I'm seeing. You hate Marine, uh, Guardiola. Guardiola, yeah. I mean, I also don't like Mourinho, but I really don't yeah, believe do in Guardiola. Like Guardiola. Yeah. Uh, three, I'm going to put United just because... They kind of have to, but I I really believe in Everton, and I, you know, I just I, I'm really worried about Liverpool. I'm really worried about Liverpool. I don't think they're going to be tough for as much as I love Klopp. I I don't know. I, in a way, it was it was more of a like gut feeling more than the analysis. But then when I look at the roster and and just what they've done this summer, they haven't really done anything. Yeah. Uh, they were supposed to get uh, what was his name? Uh, Van um. Van Dyke. Van Dyke, yeah, Van Dyke. They were supposed to get him. I thought that would have been a great fit. I mean, they still have some time, you know, but I, you know, I, I just, I, I don't really see the defense. No, I agree. And, and Coutinho gets hurt. Their defense is still suspect. Yeah. The, the, so who's your number four? You haven't said your number four yet. Oh, no, United. It's it's either Everton or United. They either okay. s- flip three or flop four. three and four. I haven't really decided yet. So you're leaving out Arsenal and Spurs from your top four. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. All right, Christian, it's your turn. My top four? Yes. In order, uh, I'm going to have Manchester City uh, first. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like anything about it, but I think it's going to happen. I have Chelsea second. Um, I have Spurs third. I know they haven't made any big upgrades, but um, they're on paper. Their best 11 uh, were probably the best 11 in the Premier League last season, and they haven't done much to step back from that. I know Walker's uh, gone, but that's not a huge step back from Walker to Trippier. And I have United fourth. Um, I do think that Lukaku is an upgrade uh, for them, and I think that uh, I think they're going to put together and make the top four this season. So, Christian, I got a quick question for you. All right, yes. so United is four, right? But yeah, if if three, you ha- well, three and four, three and four are fluid. Okay, um, but do you? But think, I do think Spurs are a better squad than United. Do you think Everton has a chance to really push United, and United maybe no. will win out just because they have more talent? Um, I don't think I don't I think ever I don't think Everton can challenge for top four. I agree. Okay, I 100 percent agree. Here's my top four, Christian. Yours and mine are very very similar. We've got a couple things. I think we only have actually one thing switched. I'm gonna go Man City winning the league. I think they look so so strong in this preseason. Yeah. I mean, they Sterling has been on fire. Those new boys have come in and they seem to they seem to be taking it like a fish to water. They they look fantastic. They're gonna be they're gonna be that team that blitzes the league in the first couple months. They get like a a seven, eight-point lead, and everybody's just going to try to chase them for the rest of the season. That's exactly like what Chelsea, or excuse me, what Chelsea did last time they won, or two times ago they won the league. So in 2014-15, they had like a 10-point lead in December, and just no one ever came close to them. 
Chelsea, I'm going to go second. I think there are a lot, a lot of problems with this team. I love the signing of Bakayoko. I think he's going to be fantastic there in the middle. I think Fabregas is, is due for a big, big season. I think the Rudiger pickup was huge. I'm just very, very worried about the striker. I'm very worried. About, and Eden Hazard, he's coming back from injury as well. He's going to miss the first couple league games at least. Yeah, how long is he out for? Do you know? Like, It was it a- three months from early June. Okay. So that's not terrible. It's not terrible, but I, th- I I'm hearing that he could be back mid September. Yeah, and also he has to yeah, get that's fit, that's, that's, and he's getting right. fit for I know. Premier League. They're gonna beat him up immediately. I know. I'm very uh, worried about Hazard, and he is him. And he was. I know Conte deservedly got Player of the Year, but Hazard was just as important to the team as Conte was. Uh, we're gonna really miss Diego Costa. Willian has been shocking in preseason so far. I do not like anything I've seen from him. Pedro's been okay, but right now there's been a lot of disappointing preseason performances. A loss to Inter, a loss to Bayern Munich, and games that neither of those games they were really in as well. And I'm very, very worried about that because last time the Chelsea had a horrible preseason was two years ago, and look at where they finished. They finished tenth place. Let me just say, Inter is always in it in the preseason, and then they fall apart. <laughs> okay, so, fair so enough. Don't worry. So Inter, th- I, okay, Inter, fair enough. Playoffs, Champions League, semifinals, and finals is always the month of August. <laughs> Fair it's enough. Always amazing in August. That makes me feel better to hear that, Mir, because I'm I was very very wet. I'm just like Inter, really? Like I know they're kind of on their way back it's up, like but the I was Dallas Cowboys, right? Guys? Okay, fair it's enough. The same thing. Fair enough. Fair enough. So yeah, that's my top two. You guys are very very low on Man United. I think they're Chelsea and and Man United. I think it's going to be either on goal difference or one or two points. I'm going to put Chelsea above them, but I think Man United is going to come third, and they're gonna they're going to be a real real solid team this year. I could see them going to the semifinals of the Champions League. I could see them winning an FA Cup or a League Cup again. I think this is Mourinho's second season. He always does well in his second season. I think Lukaku is going to be fantastic when he plays this year. I think the Nemanja Matic signing is. Amazing. That could prove to yeah, be that's the, a good signing. that could that could prove to be the signing of the summer, in my opinion. I think he's he fits absolutely perfectly into Mourinho's four two three one, and he fits Mourinho's playing style as well. He's big, he's burly, he's a better version of Fellaini, and we all know how much Mourinho loves Fellaini. So that's going right. to be they they've got two fantastic center defensive mids on that team. I'm going to go Spurs fourth. I think Christian, you are 100 percent correct. I think they're. First eleven is on paper better be, compares to just about anybody in the league. Even this season, even with people retooling, and I think even in Europe, I think I I agree with you. I think they're fantastic. It's just their depth, and they haven't signed anybody. Right. And you saw, I agree. and Christian, you and I were talking about this in the FA Cup semifinal. I mean, their depth was what killed them in that game. Yeah, that's that's they had nobody to bring off the bench. We had, I mean, we were lucky. Chelsea was lucky enough to bring on Costa and Hazard, and look at the impact it had. It was two-two in a very even game, and once those two guys came on, it was four-two, and Spurs had no response. That's going to really kill them in big games this year. And I wonder if Harry right. Kane's going to get tired of that at some point. You know, like yeah. they, like maybe he Tottenham doesn't 24. need to. He's still young. No, no, I mean, like he gets tired of just like you know they could advance in a lot of leagues or, or playoffs or, or or just rise up in standings very easily just with their starting eleven. But if they have the depth, they can they can win trophies. Yeah, I, I I wonder if Harry Kane's gonna get tired of it because they don't need to get the biggest name. They I just do need think to get they're the they're being a little they're being a little stingy until yeah. their new stadium open. Um, but I think next summer with their new stadium open, they'll be able to open it up a little more. So we've more. E- we've each got Chelsea at least in the top two. Mir has them winning. I've got them second. You've got them second. Christian, I, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about this team. I'm so scarred from what happened two years ago. Everybody was picking them to win the league again as defending champions, and just everything fell apart. I think this team could get off to a slow start, like a, a, similar to what they did last season. I don't know if they're going to go on a run like they did, like 11, 12 games unbeaten. I'm, 
I think Man, Man City are probably going to win the league at a canter this year. I really think it's going to be at least five points. What do you think, Christian? Yeah, I think yeah, I'm thinking five plus points. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, my, by the way, my fifth and sixth are Arsenal and Liverpool. Arsenal, I mean, the Lacazette siding is great. I think he's he's fantastic, and I think them and or excuse me, him and Ozil and Sanchez, I think are, are they're a good uh, a good front three tandem. But that whole team uh, just just upgrading their striker was not enough. They're 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 going to be in fifth again, in my opinion. Yeah, and I mean, with Arsenal, you know, Giroud gets a lot of flack, you know, for, for he's terrible. He's not really he's not terrible. that bad. He's no. not really that bad. To me, like he, I said, he's, is he, he's a... <laughs> I really he's don't a, think he's terrible. He's a more they're all at, terrible. To me, like I said, is a more athletic version relegated. of Giroud. <laughs> Yo, I had them relegated. Oh, yeah, you have them relegated. Okay, Christian. Why don't you give us your relegated teams? That moves on. To, we'll move on to that. All right, my real relegated teams are Newcastle, uh, Brighton, Interesting. and... Uh, Poor sweet Swansea. I think it's their year. I don't. I don't think they can hang up anymore. I agree with you 100% on Swansea. I've got them dead last in the league. I think they were real lucky to escape last year. I've got Burnley 19th. People forget that they were. They, they had the best home record in the Premier League last year, or one of the best home yeah. records in the Premier League last year. There's no way some, that can happen again. There's no way. I think. I think as a, as a club, they're very. They'll be all saying, "Oh, we've got home games. We're going to be once once those home wins don't keep coming." I think they'll start to fall apart, in my opinion. I think it's good. I, I have them in 19th, and I've got Huddersfield in 18th. I, I think they're going to really, really struggle this season. I think they're going to go off to a good start because that's what happens whenever a team is in the Premier League for the first time in a very long time, similar to what Brighton's going to do. I think that they're going to stay up this year. Yeah, Brighton, Brighton has a, a, a good project. They going. do have a, they have they have a couple of really good they have, players. And I they think, have a lot of backing financially. I think uh, Newcastle's going to stay up as well. I think they'll be mid-table as well. I think they, they're, and it's good to see them back in the Premier League Rafa as well. Benitez. Yeah, Rafa Benitez. I mean, he's, he's a very <laughs> solid manager so I've got Huddersfield Burnley and Swansea as my relegated teams go ahead Mir and mine is uh Huddersfield uh and and I, I'm blanking on my third team but my my second team was Burnley and I think my third team was Watford okay I'm, I'm blanking on my third team either I put Swan City or, or or Watford I I don't remember I'm sorry I was okay so Huddersfield Watford and Swansea yeah okay all right sounds good and yours again no, no definitely burn no Burnley and 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 uh and Huddersfield and then the third team was either Swansea, Swansea okay. or, or, or Watford. Okay, sounds good. And Christian, what was yours again? Newcastle, Swansea, and who? Brighton. Okay, Brighton. All right, fair enough. All right, boys, let's move on to our biggest surprises. We'll go team first and then player. Mir, you can go first. Okay, so the biggest surprise team to me is Everton, obviously, okay. since I'm, I'm waffling between whether I'm putting, not even just putting them fourth, but whether I should put them even third or fourth. I just like their grit on the team, and I I really think that the Rooney signing will 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 help at least the locker room. Will okay. gel them together. You know, I think Everton. The the big thing that they lack is they don't know what it's like to be champions. Um, and 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 Rooney really knows that. Yeah, that's one thing you'll never be able to take away from him. No matter how old he'll be, and no matter how few minutes he plays on the field, he's he knows what it takes to be a champion. Yeah. And and he even said that before he left the United. And and that was something very telling to me. In fact, that's why I'm, I'm kind of low on United. No, absolutely. All right, Christian, go ahead. I feel bad because I feel uncreative, but my surprise team is also Everton. Okay. Um, I know because I figured, you know, people are a little bit down on them, losing Lukaku. He was their primary goal scorer by a good margin last season. Um, but Rooney's a great pickup, and I think uh, Pickford, is a good pickup. Yeah, absolutely. I, think, I don't think that they're going to challenge for top four, but I do think that they are going to give uh, Arsenal and Liverpool a hard time outside of the top four. 
um, jostling for position, I think they can slip into fifth or sixth and maybe get a shot at the Europa League next season. Yeah, pick I do for, think that they're going to be when they did better. They did sell Lukaku, and I, my question for Everton is, where are the goals going to come from? Rooney has shown he can't do an entire Premier League season anymore. He's too old. His body's too worn down. Where are the goals going to come from? They made a couple, a lot of great pickups. Pickford, the the goalie from uh, from Sunderland, formerly he's who was a fantastic pickup, and that solves their goalie problem because they had a bit of an issue. Robles and Stecklenburg were not up to their standard. They needed a better goalkeeper, or at least a, a goalkeeper that they, that can mature in their system. I think Everton's just building on their defense, like their tradition, right? And they're going to be more methodical. It's Everton, though, they're they go- never seem they, they always seem to be just well, seventh. Well, they're they're gonna they're gonna be painful to watch. Okay. I'm I'm guaranteeing that they're gonna be they're really gonna be stifling, okay. and and it's just gonna be really pragmatic, and they're gonna have a really experienced striker as Rooney. Okay, and he's just gonna pick his spots, and when he makes them, they win. When he doesn't make them, they draw. And th- that's what I'm betting. I'm betting on they're going to be this year's United in terms of results, not in okay. terms of talent. That's fair. Just like not picking up losses, just picking up a lot of draws. And when they they when Ibra is picking his spots, they score right. That's fair. That's that's just my prediction. So my surprise team is going to be a bit uh, out there. I'm not going to say they're going to finish like top six. Well, it's or, be a surprise, John. Uh, it's going to be a big surprise. I'm not going to say they're going to finish t- number five or number six. I'm going to go Bournemouth as oh. my surprise team. I'm going to. I remember how. Oh, absolutely! I think they have Begovic, they have Ake, they, they a couple great, great pickups from Chelsea. I think they're going to be a fantastic team this year. I, I, I really think going down to the South Coast is not going to be easy because you've got to play now that you got to go down to the South Coast, not just to play uh, Southampton, which is usually the toughest team on the South Coast, but now you also got Brighton, who especially early on in the season is going to be a very, very tough, be- uh, tough beat at the Amex Stadium, and you've got Bournemouth now, who I think are going to be. I, I'm, I'm going to pick them to finish seventh in the and league. And also, don't forget Brighton will be able to to because they have so much money now they they could even get in on the January transfer if they see that their team is doing well so tell me if, if you think Bournemouth is really good do you think they're going to be that maybe not fifth but that fifth to ninth range absolutely fifth to eighth range? I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna I, like I said I'm gonna put them seventh but I wouldn't be surprised if I would be surprised if they beat out Liverpool or Arsenal but I'll I'll, I'll put them just the, the first team below the top six that's where I'll put them so my we'll, we'll, we'll move on. A no, that's what I'm saying. I'm always full of surprises, Christian. So now my biggest surprise for player, we didn't do players yet. I'm going to say Nemanja Matic. I kind of touched on that earlier. I think that could be the signing of the summer. Fits Mourinho style perfectly. I think I still think he's got a lot more to give. Chelsea was a great job selling him because he just doesn't fit in that system anymore. He looked slow and awkward, and he was always bundling along whenever he was next to Conte. It just didn't fit. Well, that style fits perfectly for United. Exactly. Slow so and boring. Exactly. So he'll fit perfectly at United. And I think that's going to be that's a great. Great pickup, Mir. You go. Yeah, for me, it's going to be Rooney. You know, Interesting. Going, going with Everton, and you, you talked know, about that with Everton team. as well. Yeah, yeah, and Rooney. I think he he's not going to be a, like Ibrahimovic was this past year, but um, I think he'll be similar. All right, Christian. Uh, I'm going to go with Jermaine Defoe. Interesting. Um, I, not that much of a surprise because he had 15 goals last season, but I think he's going to be over 20 this year. I think he's a uh, new team. He's always great on those uh, when you think he's not going to be great, and I think. Um, I think he's got he's so experienced in the Premier League that even at 34 he's still just going to be banging in goals for Bournemouth. So I'm going to go with Jermaine Defoe. Interesting how you were surprised that I said Bournemouth even though you're picking Defoe as your biggest surprise. <laughs> Unusual. But anyway, oh, but there's well, a nice I, trend yeah, going. Yeah, right? There at is a very nice a, trend. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, like this. Yeah, we all fit together here. It's nice. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, so we're going to run through this a bit quickly here running running out of time here. Liverpool is my biggest disappointment team-wise. I think it, they're going to go as far. People forget that Mane was out for the second half of the season, so that s- slow kind of 
stumbling to the finish line. It wasn't really the full Liverpool because they depended on him so much. It's all depending. I mean, Origi is not a great striker. Sturridge, he never stays healthy. You can't count on him. It just basically depends on how far Salah and Mane take them. And if one of them get it, gets injured, especially early on in the season, they are in real, real trouble. My biggest disappointment, Christian, don't hate me here, but I'm going to think, I think Deli Alley is due for, due for a down year. I really is. I really, I really I do. wouldn't be surprised. I think, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say. better than most players, so I'll still take it. No, 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 no. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying, no, you're 100% right, but I'm saying that I think it's going to be, maybe he's not going to have as many assists, as many goals. I think he'll still play a lot for Spurs. He might get tired throughout the that year, but sense, I'm not saying though. he's going yeah, to like yeah, slow yeah. his no, development I, or anything like that. I can see it happening. That okay. makes sense, though, because he was out of his mind. Absolutely. Yeah, he had a, he had an absolute world-class season last year, and I think um, it's 18, like— a, 18 goals and 9 assists in the league from the midfield position. Yeah, I'll say maybe like 10, 10 goals and 5 assists. That's what I think he's going to get this season. It's a bit of a sophomore yeah. slump. I mean, you see it in the NFL or all the time. a developmental year, you know, exactly. where he, yeah. he works yeah. on things that aren't going to show up till like, two, yeah. three years. Right. You, see it, yeah. you see it in the NFL all the time. A sophomore slump is quite often a real thing. All right, Mir, you're two pretty yeah, quickly. Uh, Liverpool and Coutinho. Interesting. So both Liverpool there. All right, Christian. Uh, I am going to complete the trifecta here. I have Liverpool. Uh, they added Salah, but no, no help for the defense, which was already horrific. Just no help. Um, and I have my biggest disappointment player, uh, Morata. Interesting. Yeah I, yeah, I could honestly see that happening as well. He could go out there and score five goals the entire season. I, I wouldn't yeah. be stunned. He could, he could be totally overmatched by the Premier League. I just, Are, I just yeah, I just think that the size of this of the center backs is really decent. And, no, that's and, you fair. Know, he could easily be great in the Champions League and then terrible in Premier League. You know? Yeah, Speak, that's another thing. Speaking of the Champions League, I'll go. I'll go to the Champions League here for a second. And we'll run through the rest of our domestic league champions. For the Champions League, I really struggled with this one. I think Chelsea is going to do better in the Champions League than they are in the Premier League this season. Mir is agreeing with me hundred percent. I, th- I think they're going to take the Champions League by storm this season. I would. I really. First of all, I'm so excited to have them back in the Champions League. Last year, there was a gaping hole in my life on Wednesday, on Tuesday and Wednesday nights when Chelsea weren't in the Champions League. And I was you always so to see sad. Them compete, absolutely. You know? like, th- that's the one thing that's annoying about the system is that you can't, you can't see Chelsea win it if they have a bad Premier League, right? Yeah, it's just I don't exactly. Know. I, I'm glad I they're changing it. I really think that Chelsea's going to do well in the Champions League this year. I'm going to go Real Madrid. I think they're going to I'm going to say they're going to three-peat just because they've been just so I I was so against them repeating last year cuz no one repeats in the Champions League but that team was just so darn good and you know what I I just kind of threw my hands up after 5 minutes of deliberation and just said F it I'm just going to say Real Madrid again that was my thing and for the other domestic leagues I'm going to give it to Juventus I know Milan's on their way back up I know they signed a lot of good players but quite honestly they were kind of they signed a lot of mediocre players, in my opinion. There's a lot of just kind of stopgap solutions, not one huge star. Dybala and Higuain are going to be too much for that league. But, but Bayern Munich in the Bundesliga, obviously no one's going to challenge them. And I'm going to go for La Liga. I'm going to go Real Madrid if Neymar leaves. If Neymar stays, I'm going to go Barcelona. So that's my... Because I feel like that league goes back and forth all the time. I'm going to go... So I think Barcelona is going to be better than they were last year, and I'll give it to I'll give it to Barcelona as long as Neymar stays and doesn't go to PSG. So for me, I think the Champions League, and I, if you if if you see the email I sent to John, I, I on some of these leagues I put two teams and I put one over it, but I wanted to put a second team under it just to show that I was really tight on that and not sure. Um, the first thing is I, I'd like to say that Real Madrid I don't think is going to win the Champions League final. I think okay. Chelsea is going to win it, but it's going to be a nail biter even in the game. Um, second thing is for League On, I think it's barely going to be PSG because Dani Alves is going to revolutionize that locker room just because you know just look at him, his presence is very captivating. Um, but I think Nice will be a close second. 
Um, same with the Serie A. I think Milan will barely beat out because I think Juventus has a lot of internal problems. They're having legal issues um, just with uh, uh, money laundering and mafia uh, involvement. <laughs> as, yeah, it's, it's really, really bad. Like like some of the Agnelli family members are, are, are kind of in trouble. Um, on top of that, you know, just I think th- them losing Bonucci was their, their key guy. Uh, Buffon is going to be great, but one extra year, you know, he's going to start wearing down. Whereas Milan has a lot of fresh young players. Uh, I think it it will be tough for them to gel together, but I think it'll be while they're working on gelling, Juve will be trying to figure out an identity. So I think Milan barely wins out on that. Um, I think for uh, Bundesliga, it's obvious it's Bayern. Um, And uh, for La Liga, I was really not sure because if, if Neymar leaves to PSG then PSG wins league on if Neymar doesn't go to PSG I think PSG barely beats Nice so it's kind of stuck there in La Liga I think if Neymar stays I think they 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 somehow I don't know why I keep thinking of Atletico I just think Atletico have that I was system thinking that too that they just they, they're, they're so dark consistent horse. and I think Real their problem is they're going to be a little cocky because they're they're everybody's talking about their 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 academy. I think they're going to start playing their academy players a little too much than they should in the La Liga games. I think they're going to try to preserve Ronaldo a little more than they should, and he's going to be a little rusty in La Liga. I think they're going to be great in the Champions League, but I think they're going to be a little rusty in uh, in, in in the the league. And and usually you see with these championship teams, they always come out a bit slow in in the in their league games as opposed to the the champions league games so you know that's that's just something to consider christian go ahead all right so my Liga champion is uh madrid uh, especially if neymar leaves i think they're still going to pull it off even if neymar stays at barcelona i'm um, going to go through this quick here i've got uh munich uh winning the bundesliga uh juve in Serie A, and i do have a caveat for my champions league champion um i'm going to take Bayern munich if neymar stays at barcelona but I'm going to go a little bit out of left field here and says if Neymar goes to PSG, then PSG is going to win the Champions League. Wow. Well, I thought you were going to say Tottenham. Wow. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, was, I was even talking to John. No, I was like, they're not getting out of their group. Tottenham's not getting out of their group because oh. they're going to get two big boys in their group. Okay. They're going to get Barcelona and somebody else. I respect. Yeah. I respect that, Christian. You're a very, you're a very humble fan. You're not. Uh, you're not. You don't go out there and make these outlandish predictions. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Barcelona coming, ninety thousand people at Wembley. It's that's going to be fun. But that's going to be out of their group. Yeah, that's going to be. It'd be nice though if Tottenham gets out of the group stages. I mean, just finally seeing what they English can football. do. You know, yeah. like yeah. in the play. No, I think. Nice. They've got a shot if they get a favorable draw, but I think their draw is going to be rough. No, yeah. absolutely. Well, boys, any final thoughts, Mir? Uh, no, I'm good. Welcome. Uh, glad to be back. Thanks for having me. You know all that stuff. Christian, thanks for coming on, man. Any final thoughts? Yeah, uh, I have no. I have no thoughts. No original. <laughs> thoughts, <laughs> no original thoughts. All right, boys. Well, anyway, thank you so much for coming on. We got Mir Gori and we got Christian Hoban. We'll be with you weekly for just about the entire season. So anytime you need to. Come on and listen to some people rant about soccer. We're here for you. This is FUVFC, and we'll talk to you very soon.